Hi everyone, welcome to Not Alone Podcast. Thank you so much for joining today. Today, I have a very special guest with us and she is here to share her story. And I would just like to place protection around you as we speak. And even though I know that we're recording this right now, without listeners. I just would like to to pray um, as, as though we have listeners. So can everybody just uh, take a moment and let's just pray for our guest right now. Lord, thank you so much for this beautiful woman that you have placed in my life. And I thank you for the story, the very courageous story that she's willing to share. I thank you for her vulnerability. And Lord, we just place protection around her as she shares and we, we ask that the comfort of your Holy Spirit will fill her. And we ask, Lord, that many lives will be touched by her story. And I thank you that she's, um, she's willing to share and bless her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So welcome. <clears throat> thank you for having me. <laughs> I am so thankful that you're here. I'm so thankful. And so you messaged me a while ago and you said you felt like you were ready to share your story. Yes. So how would you like to start by sharing your story? Um, Well, ready to share my story. I think that uh, having finished um, another round of private um, sessions at the Sexual Assault Center was the, the prompt to say that I'm ready. And I think in that is that, because this story, only I can tell this story. Yes. So um, it's not, uh, I'm not doing this for any ego reason. It is um, truly the Lord to say that um, I he needs the women to get the message that they're worthy, wow. that they are worthy, and that what has happened to them does not define who they are, and that even though we feel that there are things that have been taken away from us, we just <clears throat> have within us the courage to rise above all of what's happened to us and what's been taken away from us and uh, you used the word earlier when we were praying but the word victor and it's just it is uh, that is a really good place to be (laughs) to finally to be able to use the words that uh, you know to be a survivor and to be on the other side of, of the pain and the trauma. Yeah. 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 We said, you're not a victim. You are a victor in Jesus' name. Yeah. That's really beautiful. It's the truth. Yeah. Thank you. You, I'm just, I'm so proud of you for how all the steps you've taken and all the work you've done, everything you've pushed through and pushed past. Um, do you want to take us to the beginning of your journey of, of, of what, what drove you 
to this healing process or what drove you to begin the healing process? And, or even if we can take a step further back and say, can we, can we say, um, what did you need healing from? Yes. Okay. Um, well, uh, my journey, this was, uh, in some private, uh, sessions with a counselor uh, through that journey every time the counselor and I would start to speak about the child within <clears throat> the inner child my heart would just break in that room my heart would break and what I realized is that the fact that I have been touched inappropriately my whole life I don't remember a time it not happening, that meaning that I was just that young, that, um, you know, there is <clears throat> a little girl in there that had stopped developing in a typical fashion. And you... Uh, even from the very beginning, it's very interesting because you, without the words being said, you know it's a secret. And from that moment, for me, there is, uh, it's like wearing a cloak of shame and guilt. And it just, it becomes a part of who you are. <clears throat> And I believe that people can feel that and can see that and sense that. And I just want to bring light to that darkness, to that extreme. That's a lot for a little tiny person to carry. And even as you sit here and share this, I just can't help but think of how you are not alone in thinking of our listeners who have experienced very similar things. Maybe they've worked through it, but maybe they haven't. Maybe somebody out there has never said a word. And you are not alone. And <clears throat> I just happened to grow up in an era where people weren't talking about any of this. And, and it was happening. And... Uh, words like boundaries. I, I never even used words like boundaries before. I didn't know what boundaries were. And and I, a lot of my sessions with my counselor at the sexual assault center were exactly on that subject. And just, it's like learning a, a brand new language. Wow. And um, there was uh, one of my quotes that I have written down is lack of boundaries is a lack of self-respect. You say that again? Yeah. Lack of boundaries is a lack of self-respect. And in that moment, like I am the only one that can take me to the other side of this pain. And I wish it could be some, I wish it could have been someone else. Um, because when you're on the other side of that dark valley, it's, um, well, people can come and hold your hand like you are holding my hand right now. 
while they can come and hold your hand for you while you walk through it. Um, I was the only one that was going to be able to get myself to the other side. And <clears throat> that's where the faith comes in. And, and trust, like to be able to trust is so huge. It's the most important thing in my world, trust and honesty. Yeah. Um, for me, when I, uh, when I originally went to the sexual assault center, this is perhaps five years ago. And when uh, I was able to finally say, use the words to another human being that I had been sexually abused as a young child, uh, to actually be able to voice those words was even that was a that was a big day that was that was an amazing day yeah and even that day God had me wrapped in his wings and um, I was ready to tell my story at least in that I didn't have to be alone carrying all those secrets and to know that my behavior my reaction to what happened to me for instance being promiscuous that those are very typical behaviors and that was you know, for the counselor to be able to say this this is uh, a very typical reaction to what's happened to you, to that feeling, that release, that that breath out that says, okay, I really, there's something about me that's normal. You know, even to a reaction from the trauma and that, I mean, you because nothing for me felt normal. Like you just feel like you're walking around alone in the world. <clears throat> yeah. When did you feel the weight lift off of you? Or can you even recall that? Was there a moment that you felt it lift off? Um... I, I think uh, in the bathroom of the sexual assault center, there is a sign that says she woke up one day and knew that she was worthy. And again, through God and through faith and through trust and through honesty, I'm the only one that can make myself feel worthy. And... It's really a matter of stopping looking outside of me for the value inside of me. Wow. Yeah, and because God's right here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you've helped show me that. Wow. Yeah. And uh, even when I started coming to you to see you for treatments, um, to heal my physical body, 
um, you could see a beauty in me that I couldn't at that time. And I, I could see you trying to reflect it back to me, but I wasn't accepting it. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know how. I did not know how to just be okay and and to be beautiful and we all are and it was really what was happening really was just I my light was blocked I was blocking my own light and I think that what's happened this season for me is that being on the other side I the first thing I see in you now is your light and I can't see that unless I'm able to see seeing your faith rise or your faith increase through your journey of trying to heal and understand and accept your worthiness. Like, did you have a point where you felt this faith increase from the Lord? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think that... Yeah. You tell me. You know, Jess, I honestly believe that, like, in, in waking up one day, and, and really, that's just really the Holy Spirit being able to finally, you know, um, I could actually, you know, hear the message. To be able to, you know, in starting the journey, you know, God puts all these beautiful people in your life. And, you know, the amazing counselor and the the amazing friend and the amazing service and the amazing work and the and you and through that process you can I started to see the light and it was and it was all happening at the same time but I was totally unaware of it in hindsight I can see that it was really uh, getting to a place where I was going to stop life from happening to me. I was just going to let life happen instead of making it happen. Okay. Instead of, because another typical behavior of a survivor of sexual abuse is the need to be in control. And... So if I'm controlling my environment and all of my actions, then I should feel a certain way, which is in control because having been abused, that is, for me, it, it, never the action, the actual touching, it's really, it's about the other person's power. And what happens is you, you are powerless. And not having to hear those voices, you know, the dark voices, right? Mm -hmm. What are a couple of the dark voices? Um, well, just never being good enough. And um, the dark voices. I mentioned earlier, and it really is like wearing a cloak of, you know, secrecy and shame and like none of those things 
come from a place of love. And you know, finally getting to a place where I could feel God's love for me that I was actually able to start the journey. Just in trusting that that there are no accidents and that there are so many things that I need to learn and discover and there's there's real purpose in what happened to me. And really it's about learning this next season of my life that that there are <clears throat> people that need to start their healing journey too and maybe that I can somehow be a catalyst just to bring in more light. And so that maybe one day when I walk into the grocery store, I can see light from someone else that wouldn't have been there if we hadn't have had this conversation. And it's just, it's really a journey. And we, I think that, you know, we're all a bit broken. Just sometimes you can't, for some of us, you can't see their brokenness from the outside. But I believe that we can certainly see their healing when, when we're allowed to let our light shine. And there's just such glory in that and grace in that. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So proud of you. And I can see God's light in you. It's so evident, the love that like pours out of you and just the hope that pours out of you. And uh, even just the times that we've gone on walks together and just our conversations, how they go. And he's just, he's in you. He's in you. And he's brought you on this incredible healing journey. Yeah, and it really for me today, it's really just walking in that trust. See, so walking in trust instead instead of shame and guilt, yeah. it changes everything, and it changes how I affect everyone around me. Wow! Because it's coming from a place of love now instead of a place of fear. Yeah. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. You are so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Thank you. It's God. It's all God. Um, or what do you want to say to other women that are listening? They're going to be listening soon, but also in the future. And not just from Canada, from many different nations who've gone through horrendous, horrendous things. What do you want to say to them where they're at now? That is the pure truth. You are worthy. You're worthy in this moment and you are worthy forever. Mm. 
Yes, so just as I would want to say to my 11-year-old daughter or my 103-year-old grandma, you're worthy. I think we need to believe every day that we are worthy and believe the promises that God gives us every day about our image in Him and just allow nothing to rob rob us of the truth. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And, and if you, you're fortunate enough to have someone kind of guide you, hold your hand through a process of learning, for instance, boundaries, and what it actually feels like when you actually use one, there is just such glory in it, and which is different than having power or having control. Like, the, it just feels like the right thing to do. And it feels, uh, uh, there's such peace in there. And it's surprising because you would think that <laughs> there would be some, uh, you know, control issues in there somewhere, which is just the negative side of it. But there's really just such peace in it. And really, it's just giving glory to God. It really is. You know, to be able to say to another human being, I'm, I'm done having you affect me. And they can go affect somebody else. <laughs> yeah, your freedom. You're free. And, you know, I think that when I'm thinking about this person I just recently used a boundary with, uh, there, was, there was always this, uh, this person had this ability to very passively undermi undermine my integrity or my... My value was never my own to have, is how I felt in this relationship. I, I will tell you how you will act, dress, what you will say, how you will feel. And this is, um, is how a person that does not feel worthy will allow themselves to be treated. Yeah. So when I went into the sexual assault center, there's, oh, there's a wall and there are English words and many, many, many other languages. These, this phrase is, and it simply says, we believe you. And there's just such power in those words. One of the, uh, interesting thing that happens when I was a young person being sexually assaulted was that I didn't think anyone would believe me and I didn't even know believe me about what because I didn't even know what was happening to me like you just don't understand and then there are things like 
your body responds to you physically or responds to the touch physically and you like the touch and then you feel guilty about that. But um, again, this is another thing that the counselor said to me was that that's just, that's just typical physical reactions and that um, but just to hear that you know that little five-year-old person that this was just very what was happening was just at the time it feels like your body's betraying you because how can I want this and and the act is so you know that it's terrible but how does your body anyway that that's a very weird place to be in and you know we talked about the amygdala and logic and you know there's just no logic so you walk around all day shrouded in shame and guilt and there's no logic and how does a little person even survive this how yeah how yeah. <clears throat> so you have a life of pretending. And then one day, the miracle is when you finally get to meet yourself. And you can actually look in the mirror and know that that little girl is going to be okay. And, you know, maybe that when I have laughter and joy today, that maybe she's laughing with me. And there's joy for her too, you know. Mm -hmm. There is. It's very interesting that innocence and that purity is taken away by someone else being a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and uh, and now I just look for the purity in my life and in my day and in my friends and like you for instance and I and but to be able to recognize that and uh, that's really beautiful is to know that it's it's still actually there it's been uh, you know shrouded in some darkness but you know the purity and the joy and the it's still there yeah I just have to I some days are easier than others to see it and uh, I just think that no one can give me what I can give myself and through through the Lord and that and that I honestly believe that uh, when I go seeking the messages the messages are there 
in whatever purpose he has he has next for me, you know. And sometimes that purpose can be as simple as just even being um, with another person in a room and just being quiet. And just being quiet. And that I don't have to spend my day making my head and my body busy so that I don't, so I wasn't able to hear the peace. Yeah. I think that's what our soul is truly searching for. Do you have anything else you feel to share from your heart? Um, I, I'm, you know, I know we ask for the Holy Spirit to come into this moment. I don't know uh, right now. I just think that having even had one one word, one breath, with this whole process is very healing for me. And I know that that little girl is really proud right now. That today, that I have a voice. Yeah, that we have a voice. And I'm really grateful for that. And, and you know, and thank you for providing this platform. And I've listened to your podcast and you know, having had them resonate with me and, uh, you know, and to know that there's this group and we're just, we're called women and that, that we're in pain and we're suffering and we just need a voice and you're giving us that. Wow. So and it's really like just we just just really like just and giving a, just a loving embrace. So thank you for that. Wow, thank you, <laughs> and all the glory to Jesus because it's His voice. It's His voice that came through you. It's His. He uses he uses women. He uses their voices to be His voice. I was thinking about this verse <clears throat> um, when you were talking about light in the darkness. were made without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness but the darkness has not understood it. Oh. Awesome. And further, 
There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. And obviously he came and gave his life on the cross for us. He surrendered and we all get to be with him when we believe forever, for eternity, in complete healing, complete in a completely perfect place with no pain. Thank you to my beautiful friend for sharing and being brave, using courage and vulnerability. Due to technical difficulty, I lost a small portion of the last part of our recording. She prayed over all of us, and so even though I know we don't hear her prayer on this, her prayer is in heaven with the Lord over us. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for our friend who shared her story today, her journey and her healing process. And Jesus, we ask that you continue to wash all her wounds. Thank you that she turned her wounds to you. We pray honor and blessings over her and her future generations. We bless them. And Lord, we lift up all of our listeners who have suffered in similar ways. We ask that your hand will be on them right now to protect them and bring them to a space of healing by you, Jesus. We pray you will wash your blood over them. And we pray your anointing on them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please share this story with someone the Lord has placed on your heart. If you have suffered and would like to reach out to us, please communicate by email. Send us an email to voiceforthewomen at gmail.com. We would love to pray with you. And if you would like to join our prayer group, the description is in episode details below. God bless you, and I will see you soon. Love you all.